Hey everyone, you are now tuned in to Colors Newspaper Live, the talk show that is going to stimulate your mind through community issues and advocacy. I am your host, Anthony Gaines II, CEO and editor of Colors Newspaper Inc. Thanks for tuning in on this lunch hour. This show is surely to fill you up. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the boomer and the millennial and this show is brought to you by colors newspaper inc right here in louisville i am your host anthony Gaines, ceo and editor of colors newspaper and i am accompanied with by uh, a you body of name? wisdom over here oh, you got my name already man <laughs> <laughs> how you doing this morning i'm all right doc i'm all right doc it's great to see you it's good to be in, especially on this day, and it's a special day, like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Today is our first episode of the Boomer and Millennial, where we are on FM radio. So no longer, if you're riding through Louisville, uh, you want to tune in to the Boomer and Millennial, the best lunchtime show in the city. You don't tune in at 1240 AM anymore. You hit the dial, turn it to 101.9 FM. So go on ahead and preset and save 101.9 on your radio dial. So every day, every week, every Wednesday at 12:30, you just hit that button and you can. Could tune you in uh, repeat us. that again, real quickly, for that demographic, the boomers, please, and say it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you're right. I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. 101.9 WLLV. We are now on FM radio, so you can go ahead and unsave that 12:40 a.m. Radio dial that you got on your in your car, preset and save 101.9. And this is where you will find the Boomer and the Millennial every Wednesday at 1230 right here in Louisville. And it's still Louisville's favorite gospel radio station. We just on to the other side. So we're excited today to be here on FM radio. Um, like I said, so we want to welcome you all back to another fantastic episode. And what do we like to do on this show, like I always say, is bring you real thought-provoking content. Right, right. We want to bring you content that um, stimulates your mind, makes you think. You might not agree with it. You uh, might have something to add on to it, but it makes you think, and that's what we want to bring to you on this show today. It takes you to a higher elevation, a platform educational beyond remorse that will give you the power to be enlightened, an enlightened soul in a time that's needed for critical thinking, and I think this show has the content and the depth. Uh, and my partner is very educated and knowledgeable in these matters. And so am I. I appreciate that. Because, you know, us millennials don't get many compliments from the boomers. Well, you know, usually we hear, y'all soft. <laughs> y'all lazy. You know, uh, this and that. Soft, but I'm glad to right, be here. Right. And I receive the compliment because we're going to change the whole stigma. Um, before we get into it today... I do want to say make sure if you want to listen to every episode of the Boomer and Millennial, wherever you listen to your podcast at on Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever it is, go there, type in the search bar, the Boomer and the Millennial, and we will have every episode that um, we have had on this show out there for your, mm -hmm. your archives, for you to go back and go over, for you to share to somebody that you know. Also, be on the lookout in the streets. We got kids out here in the streets. In these Louisville streets, selling our doing, newspaper, what are they doing? Colors newspaper. I just yeah. got somebody just grabbed me in the hallway, and said, "I seen your guys out there in the street selling the paper." 
Oh, it was you know, good. so it was it's good. a good thing to yeah. hear that they're out there and they're visible. So if you're riding through the West End, we want to definitely make sure if you see some kids in some bright green T-shirts that says Colors newspaper on it, please stop, talk to them, and um, buy a newspaper because they so, make money off the tips. So those are the entrepreneurs of today and tomorrow because you're teaching them sustainability through economic empowerment of self, right? Exactly that. And, and our, our community liaison, Mr. George Fields, does a great job because a lot of these kids, you know, come from the at-risk zip codes right. in the West End. And we, Mr. George does a great job and not only t- taking them out there, learning how to make money and what to do with their money, but he's also teaching them, you know, valuable life lessons. Right. You know, how to grow as a young man. A lot of these kids need that guidance because uh, they're not getting it from somewhere. So that whole youth program that we have going right there is something I'm really proud of and it's going to continue So you're not only entrepreneurial, uh, but you're doing some community things with the uh, young people also, aren't you? Like uh, community cleanup uh, services? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our monthly community cleanups. I'll have a date for you all here soon when we do our next one. I know it's coming up on a cold winter month, um, so we might not be able to get out as much as the year comes to an end the beginning of next year, but we will figure out other ways that we can get these kids active. So if you are listening, you have a business or an organization that you may want to use some volunteer work from our kids in this youth program, you know, please reach out to us. You can reach out to us on Facebook at Colors Newspaper or on Instagram at Colors Newspaper or here is our community liaison's phone number. I'm going to give it to you. Write this number down because any ideas or any information that you want to get to us, he is the guy that you want to connect with. His name is Mr. George Fields. I know most of you probably already know George, but Mr. George Fields, his number is 502-640-1379. That's 502-640-1379. So we're going to jump in to today's topic. And today's topic is something I really, really like. Doc Robinson here, you know, had a vision of you know what we should talk about today and i think it's real powerful and we're going to jump into that so for everybody listening all my millennials out there go ahead and pull up the notes tab on your phone right. so you can take some notes all of our boomers or well, they got go ahead and and tablet man go look in that kitchen drawer and grab you a piece of paper and a pen so you can take notes and follow along with us today all right so today the title of today's topic is 10 things we can do as black people personally and collectively. Sounds good. 10 things we can do as black people personally and collectively. And when I got this title, it made me think of a quotes that our councilman out here in Louisville said, Mr. Jacory Arthur. What was Councilman quote? Arthur. Um, when the shooting happened at the bus stop and he was on TV addressing the people in response to what was going on. It was one line that stuck out to me when he said, Louisville's problem is everybody's problem. Louisville's problem is Louisville's problem. It's a Louisville problem. Louisville's problem is not just the government's problem or a metro councilman's problem or the mayor's problem. Even though I've personally, you know, written articles and came out publicly against political officials, elected officials, but he's so right. You know, the problems that we have in our community, especially when you talk about homicides, um, you know, you, you go even deeper than that. Home ownership. Right. Um, you know, a whole bunch of things. It's not just the government's problem. 
It's our problem. It's all of our problem. So I like this. Ten things we can do as black people personally and collectively. And the doc put together for us. It's called the, uh, the Power of Us. The Power of Us. You can right. go ahead and hit that. Uh, basically, uh, we have these ten items, and uh, we're going to go through them one by one, uh, time permitting. If they don't, then uh, probably we can extend the uh, uh, platform in the next show. Yes, but the sir. first one is our heritage. As um, black people, we need to understand who we are and uh, not so much where we are, but who we are. We've been trying to prove who we are and where we are, and nobody really has paid attention. We tried 400 years. We did this and we did that. We did this and we did that. Mm -hmm. So we keep pushing the envelope, but uh, perhaps it's time for us to push the envelope back to who we are, our heritage. We have a very strong heritage uh, and that heritage goes back beyond uh, the Atlantic slave trade, and it continues to keep going back uh, if we went all the way back to ancient Africa. So a lot of times we get caught in the paradigm of where we are and what we have experienced here as persons of color in these United States. So what would happen if we gravitate back to the power of our heritage? Mm. And uh, our heritage includes, uh, say, for example, if we looked at Egypt, uh, we're looking at a... Uh, a nation uh, that had, they had already had medicine, philosophy, math, and building, engineering. So we cannot be denigrated by the abuse and systemic uh, plans of an oppressor. And too many times we focus on the other team, but we need to learn how to run our own plays from our own quarterback and our own minds and our own think tanks. Mm. And uh, not that we uh, say, yeah, we can live in America, we're part of America, but we can still be Americans in America. And we have to understand the term America and the flag, the red, white, and blue, but we want to go to a deeper heritage, the essence of who we are mm. and there's power behind that. What do you think? No, that's exactly where my mind went with that, Doc. You know, the first three, um, the power of us points that you have on this list of 10 is our heritage, our culture, and our pride. Right. And I think that's a great first three to start off with today. You know, I mean, I could, you got other t after you got. I'll just give everybody the ten points. Okay, first. that's good. That's good. So the power of us. We've got our heritage, our culture, our pride, our psychological posture. Educating our own children within a broken educational system, our spiritual residency, our neighborhoods, creating pride and safety in the neighborhoods our respect for our people in life, building blocks for economic sustainability, and our children. Right. But like you said, I I started with our heritage, our culture, and our pride. So I looked up the Webster's definition right. okay. of heritage, culture, and pride. Webster defines heritage as the traditions, achievements, beliefs, etc., that are part of the history of a group or a nation. Right. Webster defines culture as the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of a racial, religious, or social group. And then it goes on to define pride as a feeling that you respect yourself and deserve to be respected by others. So, you know, after hearing these definitions, you know, that I gave to you, I know you already knew exactly what, roughly what these terms mean, but I want you to think for a minute. Like I said, that's what we do on this show. We bring content that's guaranteed oh, you know, something that's gonna to make you think. Right. And we want to work those brain muscles. So think for a second about these definitions. 
these words and what they mean when you add the word black in front of them. Black heritage, mm -hmm. black culture, black prize, to the point that you just made. Right. The power of those words. These definitions, the Webster definitions are strong as it is, but when you add us to the word, when you add black to the word, right. you transform the whole meaning of that word. Oh yeah, I think you transform the meaning of the word because what you're showing is a gifted, talented individual uh, with a mindset given to that individual by God. We had nothing to do when God decided to dip the artist's paintbrush in the color black and make our skin melon. That's <laughs> the resonance you take up with God. That's but the talents that we have are talents to be shared with the world and not push back and consider inferiority when we have a superiority mindset that we can do and make something out of something that doesn't exist and call it invention. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly it. And like I and when you add black to those words, it brings and transforms the whole meaning of the word. So why do I think when you add black to heritage, culture, and pride that that is true, that it transforms that word? And it's simple because these words, heritage, culture, and pride, were put in Webster's Dictionary mm -hmm. without black people in mind. You know, when this dictionary was written, those words were put under their perception of what those words mean. So when you add the word black to heritage, culture, and pride, it brings real power to the words, which took me to a place where I always talk about the people where there is power in words. Right. That's why I'm glad we're talking about this. So for an example, this is a Christian radio station, Louisville's favorite Christian radio station. Yeah, it is. But you read, every, you know, you read the Bible and you hear a word from a pastor. Right. You hear a, uh, a word, you hear lyrics in a song, and sometimes they'd be the most simple words. It'd be the most simple group of words put together, but for some reason, it completely moves you in that moment. So for me, for example, for me right now, it's a Kanye West album out right now. Okay. And I know a lot of people ain't fans of Kanye, but I really, really am intrigued by right. Kanye West. But he's got an album out called Donda right now, and it's a song on the album called 24. So make sure you all go tune in and check that out. It's a song on the album called 24, and it's, it's okay. Chris is Christian Radio. That song right there is okay for you to listen to. But in this song, there's a few lines that just stand out to me and are powerful to me. Right. And which in return has caused me to listen to this album every day. I listen to the album every day to use for motivation for me to keep going. You know, as you know, right. It's, right. We, got, we got a whole lot of things, lot of things going, going on, on right in now. the world right now. Um, so some of the lyrics in that song are something as simple as, Dear God, make it all right. Only you can make it all right. Or... Dear Lord, make it all right. Nothing else ever feels right. Right. God's not finished. We're going to be okay. Yeah. And these are words that a first grader can read these words. But for some reason, these simple words, I don't have to have the longest word in the dictionary for me to feel the, the power and the power passion of, of those words. So, so that's the Christian example. For another example, even, mm. I always bring up the example of the two words. It's two words that are so powerful. Uh, what are the two words? Because when you say two words, I was going to add one and say, God loves me. Mm. <laughs> okay, no, that's, that's good. That's three. but that's Love in itself is a powerful <laughs> okay. word. But, but the two words I'm thinking of is, I'm sorry. And this is just an example that everybody can relate to of, as far as how powerful words are. So that would be the precursor to respecting another individual after you've done something wrong to them. Exactly. So I'm sorry. So in this example, is extremely fascinating to me. It always has been. 
I tell this to people and everybody always look at me crazy, but I think it's so crazy. And it's something we can all relate to how somebody can do something wrong to you. Okay. So let's take the example of somebody that's close to you, your brother or sister or a close friend. This person wrongs you, you know, maybe did something that you feel is disrespectful, inconsiderate or selfish, whatever it may be. They made you feel they wronged you. And so I'll say, don't diss me, man. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You'll say all types of things. You know, that right. person to have you hot, angry, upset. And when that person has been close to you all these years, does something like that to you that gets you upset. You'll start thinking and having thoughts in your head about, you know, maybe this person never really liked me like that. Or maybe this person has been envious or I, I don't think this friendship or relationship start amplifying is going to work anymore. Right. And these are the thoughts that come into your mind off of that one incident. So you start having all these thoughts about this person that you've been having these feelings about that's been close to you all these years. And you try to avoid that person after that incident because in your mind, you are moving on. I ain't got right. time right. for that drama. Oh, you didn't sign I ain't got up time for, this. for that oh, negativity. I, I didn't sign up for this negativity. Exactly right. that. Okay. But then, what if when this person that's wronged you comes and approaches you, the person that's been close to you for a long time, they come and approach you after a couple of days, weeks, some instances. I know boomers, that especially you can relate to instances of it's probably been years, relationships of people. A boomer may years. not speak to you for 10 years, man. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> years have gone by. But after all that time, that person that wrongs you can approach you and say that they know they messed up and give you a sincere apology and say two words, I'm sorry. And then in that moment, literally, you know, in a lot of cases, not every case, right. but in that moment, literally, you can feel tension releasing out of your body. You can feel your brain starting to ease tremendously, you know, um, and you start to revert back to the original love and feelings that you have for that person. And Can I just I, think uh, that's a powerful, powerful example so of how, how powerful words a, are. How do we do that as a, a people? Uh, because it seems to be like um, a lot of anger among us. Are we will show anger toward each other? Are we will disrespect each other, amplify a situation that mm -hmm. does not need to be amplified, and then we're into another situation. So how do we start respecting one another? I see you. I don't know you. I say, say, brother, how you doing? Uh, I'm not mean mugging you or whatever. So how do we get beyond these nuances that create these little frictions that seem to amplify into situations that we don't need, which drives other numbers up with, you know, murders, et cetera, mm -hmm. and this type of behavior? We don't need that in our community. Not at all. Not we don't need all. that. So, And, and how so, you deal with that is exactly what you touched on at the beginning and what we talk about today, embracing these 10 things we can do as black people personally and collectively, those 10 things you put together called the power of us. We got to embrace our own power. So like I was talking about, adding the word black to heritage, culture, right. and pride transforms and brings a whole new meaning to those words. So we need to start saying those words right. proudly, you know, black culture, black pride, black heritage. Because right. when you add the word black to those words, you bring with it over 400 years of slavery. Right. To that word you bring with it heritage and culture and pride that our ancestors had in Africa before they even came over to America. So the lyrics of a James Brown, uh, I'm black and I'm proud, in that period of time, if we were look at some of the things that were going on, the tensions among black people probably was decreased and desisting because they were focusing on things like heritage and culture and pride mm -hmm. and excelling in America. 
uh, yeah, sure, we're pushing uh, the pen for legislation reform, but we're also at the same time moving uh, sideline with that, you know, rising up in our mentality, psychological stance. So I'm black and I'm proud. Exactly. That type of language. Yell it. Say it. Because you're adding real history and power to those words. And like I said, that's the answer right there is embracing these powers. Our heritage, our culture, our pride, our powers that you have listed, put right. down as uh, powers is, that we have as people. So what are you supposed to do with a power that you have? You're supposed to embrace it, learn how to master it, and use it for good. So when you talk about things we can do as black people, personally and collectively, Doc, this is what we can do. We can, we can truly embrace and empower our black heritage, our black culture, and black pride. Every one of those ten points that we read are as the powers of us are essential to the prosperity, safety, and overall quality of life for black people. So pride, simple as that, a feeling mm -hmm. that you respect yourself and deserve to be respected by others. You add black pride to that. Right. You, now you, that means you need to start walking around with your head up high. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and feel that you have that respect for yourself oh, yeah. because of the heritage and culture that you come from. That you and right, you so deserve, you walk around with your head up and you deserve to get that same respect from your brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah, that you're going to you. exude your, your manhood, et cetera. You know, pull your head, uh, put your head up and hold it up high. And then you don't have to walk around sagging or anything like that <laughs> because you are projecting a true man. Uh, 400 years of actually strength, uh, mm. slave ships uh, coming through uh, Jim Crow, et cetera, et cetera, and still standing, still standing. So, And that's what we do. We still stand, and we should embrace those powers that we have and really gain control of. This is another Kanye reference. It was a song he has. I'm going to have to listen to some Kanye. You got to listen to some Kanye, man. You got to listen to some Kanye. But, you know, people always come at Kanye West like he's um, has mental problems, and he has been diagnosed with different issues you know, bipolar yeah, right. um, and different things, but he embraces it. And that's all I'm trying to say here yeah. is embrace those things that people might use as things to cast stones at you. Embrace it. And he said he doesn't have a disability. It's like he doesn't have a disability. He said he has a superpower. Yeah. So people coming to him saying he's bipolar, he has a disability. No, he's got a superpower. And that's how we need to feel not ashamed of our heritage, our culture. This country has done a great job right. over these years making us ashamed of these powers. What but about the, uh, do unto others of. as you would have them do unto you? Like uh, treat people like they wanted to, wanted to be treated, right? Simple. Simple. Treat people like they want to be treated. That'll look good on the shirt. Uh, like people rising. Treat people like you. they want to be treated. And that's, and that's exactly the whole essence of what I'm trying to get across today is you know, let's be proud. Let's embrace these superpowers that we have as black people, which is our heritage and our culture and our pride. You know, by walking in these lights and taking time to really master and perfect these powers that we have as people, we can literally solve our problems as black people in America. Right. You know, why do I always think, why do I think that? Because like I always say, our problems as black people are multifaceted. Right. You know, there right. is no one way to attack them. Uh, it's going to take a collaborative effort from everybody. And like I said, like the Councilman Jakari Arthur said, Louisville's problems are our problems, not just the government, not just Metro Council. These are our problems. And so like you have really put on this need, list. Yeah. We don't wait for people to come and help us. We help ourselves first. 
by taking the psychological posture we have our to. minds. We yeah. have to. Like you titled yeah. this title for the show, 10 Things We Can Do as Black People Personally and Collectively. Right. We need to start shifting our mindsets to what can we do ourselves. The power of us. What can we do for ourselves personally and collectively as a neighborhood, as a group of people? And that's how we are going to subsequently help solve gun violence, subsequently help solve home ownership right. problems, um, you know, economic disparities, all these different issues that you see people on TV talk about every day for right. all these decades of right. years. The, the real true answer of it is we've got to work on ourselves personally so really, uh, in retrospect, I don't need, I, yes, I will go to City Hall and say I will speak out about related issues. But I really don't need to wait to go to City Hall to start doing something mm. in my own community to transform it. Um, I don't need to wait for uh, someone to come and pick up the trash in my neighborhood if it's laying in the street or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can take pride in what I do have. If I have a shotgun house, it's going to be the best shotgun house on the block, okay? <laughs> right. It may not be in a high zip code. Whatever I have, if I have children, I'm going to take care of my children. Mm. You know, um, we're going to provide and take care of ours. And that's what we need to do. We need to claim who we are, claim back who we are, instead of waiting for the, uh, quote, the handout mm -hmm. uh, and then the hand up. We got two hands. We got minds. We come all the way from strength and ancient people. You know, Africa itself was born from a little country called Tunisia, mm. and now it exploded into a whole continent. So something that small that can amplify into a continent, that's where we're from. And that's exactly, and I love that. And that's, if anything, anybody's listening, gets out of today's show mm. is we need to embrace our superpowers as people. We need to be proud of our heritage and of our culture. So who do we call to the front today, to the front of the congregation? You know, I was getting ready to sing, God knows thou great Jehovah, <laughs> when you mentioned Kanye West. But I said, well, let me hold my hymn book. But uh, we used to call people down to the front of the congregation when we're going to uh, share it, something. You're right. And so, so today we're going to lead by example. We're going to call ourselves to the front of the congregation. I'm going to call myself. <laughs> I'm going to call you out in front of the congregation, Doc. Oh, you know, man. respectfully. <laughs> okay. And I know you do a lot of good things in the community and a lot of good works and spread a lot of wisdom. You know, you spread the wisdom onto me and have um, taught me things by being around you. And I know you have, but there's You're always... down to the front of the congregation. I'm calling us down to the congregation because there's always room for improvement. Okay. You know, and, and, I, um, and what you brought today for the topic really enlightened that for me. You know, I can be doing all of these different programs, different, um, you know, housing programs, youth programs, uh, media programs. But getting back to the essence of what we should be doing personally. Right, right. And leading by example, I'm really now about to start being more proud, like I said, putting black in front of the word proud about our heritage and our culture. You know, my mentor, he's a black nationalist. Right. So he's every day talking and instilling about our black heritage and our black culture. And when you grow up in this American system, when you run into somebody like that, that's a black nationalist, and you go through the American education system, first it comes off like, oh, man, he's a little harsh. Yeah. He's a little harsh. Right. 
Uh, I don't think I don't agree with that way he's talking right. about people. Right. That's how he feels about white people in that aspect. But what he's really doing is being proud. Right. And he's standing and being proud of his heritage and of the culture that he knows. So, like I said, I'm going to embrace that more. So I called myself out to the front of the congregation. And I'm here I'm giving you the chance to call yourself out. Okay, I got the number of heroes. Uh, my first hero I had to give up. Honor to God, yes, sir. because he puts that power in me to speak voice. Uh, I'm going to call myself out and that I could do a little bit more in the fact of leadership, getting involved in the community at the grassroots level, mm-hmm. uh, going to City Hall when they have the chambers open for the meetings to hear, uh, try to pull groups together to uh, coalition uh, status and work, help a group actually go into a community and help a group actually succeed with a project that they need in that community and show them how they can win, okay? Uh, if I had to choose leaders, um, Frederick Douglass would be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phrase agitate, 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 that may unnerve some people, but agitation is not agitation like it is because the sand that gets caught up in the oyster would never become the pearl if it was not agitation. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do is bring out the best content of all people, all colors, and all races in America if we're going to fly a flag, let us fly one flag in unity and let that unity stand in a democracy process that's not experimental but real for all people and open the door to the essence of freedom and the basic necessities of life. Amen, brother. Tell Kanye West that. <laughs> Amen. He heard that right there from the professor himself. We appreciate you all tuning in to us this week on another great episode of The Boomer and the Millennial. If I could leave you one thing, if you got Netflix... Go look up the show High Off the Hog. High, H-I-G-H, Off the Hog. It's a great series that will help you get back in touch with your culture and your heritage from our ancestors in Africa. We appreciate you. We will catch you all next week, same time, on 101.9 FM WLLV. Can I still say one thing? Go for it. Uh, Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Colors Newspaper Live. I am your host, Anthony Gaines II, CEO and editor of Colors Newspaper. If you don't know who or what Colors Newspaper is and or about, you are tuned in to the right place right here at our new home, 1240 AM WLLV. And I want to thank all of you who are tuning in during their lunch break, those driving to and from work, and anyone else who's tuning in. Every Wednesday from 1230 to 1, this show, we're going to bring you substantial, needle-pushing, thought-provoking content that is sure to fill you up. You can also find out more about us on social media via Facebook and Instagram at Colors Newspaper. Please, please make sure you follow us, share our posts, and stay tuned into the many programs we're managing. You can find your copy of Colors Newspaper, which is produced monthly in a local black-owned business near you, and also be on the lookout for our group of young boys and girls who's selling the newspaper in the streets in bright green t-shirts. Make sure you get a paper, because the kids get to keep all the tips they make. Until next time, peace.